1: Today's tip is an excerpt from the Dressage Radio Show, where Reese Kofler-Stanfield offers some practical advice to a listener who is having difficulty with her horse's canter in the arena. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from Kentucky Performance Products.
0: This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com.
2: The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Feeding your horse starch-laden grains can lead to colic, laminitis, and metabolic disease. Today, nutritionists are recommending the use of high-quality fat to provide healthy calories. Fat is an extraordinary energy source. It's readily utilized by the horse and contains more than two times the calories of starchy grains. Replacing grain with a high-quality fat supplement reduces a horse's risk of developing health problems. EquiJoule Stabilized Rice Bran is an excellent fat supplement. It contains a balanced calcium to phosphorus ratio and won't cause mineral imbalances when added to the diet. Its all-natural ingredients are high in healthy fat and fiber. And best of all, horses fueled by EquiJoule stay calmer and more focused on the job at hand. When you need to add healthy calories to your horse's diet, choose EquiJoule. To learn more, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com.
0: This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. Okay, guys, this one's from Rita Hansen on our Facebook page. Hi, Reese and Phillip. I have a training question for you. It's a little bit long. I shortened it up a little. I have a coming 11-year-old Morgan Gelding. We practice dressage, trail ride, and have recently got into distance riding. My gelding has a good work ethic, is sensitive in a good way, but can take pressure. He, his preferred gait is the trot, and he will happily and easily lengthen his trot to keep up with cantering horses. That comes from uh, Morgan's being a uh, driving horse, uh, mostly. If I ask for the canter going across cross-country, he will comply, and it's lovely to ride. Whether working or collected in the dressage ring, it is quite different. He is nervous about the canter and will deal with even the slightest imbalance by dropping out of the canter, uh, uh, I also have yet to find a way to explain canner walk to him. His walk canner transition is fine, but no matter what I've tried, he will sneak in at least one trot stride in between the canter and walk 9 out of 10 times. He thinks I'm asking the impossible. Do you have any suggestions for improving the canter in general for a horse that prefers the trot and dropping out of the canter walk transition in particular? I suspect they are all related. Thank you. You You're both awesome, as are your guests, and I listen to every show at least twice to get every tidbit.
3: Oh, that's so sweet. Yes. (laughs) Love it. You know, it's tough. It's, It's tricky. You know, we always say when you pick a horse, uh, you know, you, you always, you, you can't change the canter. You can improve in the walk, really. The canter and the walk are kind of two things that you got. Uh, you can improve, improve the trot. So this is a tricky kind of uphill battle um, that, that if we, you know, we, we came for a lesson and we were working on this, I, that would be kind of the first thing that I would say is, is it is very difficult to get him to canter. Um, it is great that he canters well outside. Um, I would personally capitalize on that a lot. If, if you're cantering well outside, I would, um, and, and now thankfully we're getting to the time of the year where we, where we can ride outside. Um, I would, I would canter outside. I would first start cantering where he can canter. And then I would start to kind of shorten up where the canter, how, how you're cantering. So let's say you're cantering in a big field. Then I would start to half the field. Then I would start to quarter the field. Um, just because we're trying to capitalize on what he can do well um, and so that he gets some confidence while he's doing that. So that would be my first thing is that I would start cantering outside where you can get him to canter. One of the reasons you're having trouble getting him to canter in the ring is obviously balance. And um it's it's much harder depending on the size of the ring. Let's just uh for for sake of, of discussion, a twenty by sixty, a normal dressage arena, that can be quite tight for some horses to make the turn in. So um so that's why I would start cantering where he's comfortable, and I would start to make the size of where you're cantering a little bit smaller to kind of help him get the balance. Um I also wouldn't be afraid of to lunge this horse a little bit in the arena. Um, and in the canter and work on getting him to be stronger in the canter, uh, especially on the lunge line. Um, cause if he's dropping out, he's nervous about cantering. Um, it, it could very well help him to start with the lunge line and, and, get the balance. Um, I would say, you know, if you're having trouble just with the basic canter, um, a canter walk transition is actually quite a difficult transition. It, we don't see it, um, at all. Canter walk comes in at, at second level test one. So you will have already done training in first level and worked on the balance. And in theory with that canter walk transition, the horse will already need to have some level of collection. So that's why, you know, if you kind of break it down, if you're not able to keep the rhythm of the canter, three beat rhythm and and, and he breaks out of the canter and he struggles with that transition, that's why. So, um, and that's why you're also having trouble with the canner walk transition because they really have to sit and collect behind. So one of the things that, again, I would do is, is I would work outside, I would lunge. Um, I would potentially back off the canner walk transition for a little while until I was really able to ride what I call kind of an exaggerated half halt in the canner when you can kind of canner on a 10-meter on a circle ideally. Um, I like to do and start with my canter walks against the wall of the arena or the uh, of the arena or my indoor, which is even better, an actual wall, um, and and do that walk transition toward the wall where the horse is naturally gonna back off the wall. Um, so that's what I would do. And so until I'm able to sort of ride it, a good ten meter circle in the canter, balanced where I can get them to sit on their haunches a little bit again, I would back off that canter walk transition. Um, I think that once you're able to get the horse to do that and, and be more balanced and more comfortable sort of in their own rhythm and in their own skin in the canter, uh, then in theory, the canter walk transition should be a, an easier transition. But you're right. There can be absolutely no trot steps in that. It's a canter walk. It's not canter or one-step trot walk. So that's what I would do. I would, I would would I would just kind of scale it back. I always try to... Look at problems like this in, in in whenever you have a problem in a higher level movement, I guarantee there's a problem with a basic somewhere. So I always try to sort of stop and think, OK, where is the issue on the training scale? Um, and it sounds like you can go all the way back to rhythm in the canner. Um, when he drops out of the canner, he especially drops in that canner walk transition. And I would go back and, and do some more transition work with him till I was able to collect him, have him carry his balance and carry his weight behind, and then you'll be in much better shape.
1: Well, there you go. And if you love nothing better than to get all Dressage geeky, you can listen every week at dressageradio.com. Or you can download the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone or Android. Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. Do it today. It's free and easy. This podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products and listeners like you. Listeners like me, you ask? Well, yes. Folks like you who enjoy the great podcasts on the Horse Radio Network can support your favorite programs by supporting our sponsors like Kentucky Performance Products and also by becoming an official auditor. For as little as a dollar a month, you'll be helping to support the Horse Radio programs as an official auditor, and you will be eligible for some pretty cool auditors-only perks. Learn more by going to horsetipdaily.com and looking for the Become an Auditor banner right in the center of the page. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.